everybody. Welcome back to Roosters on Olentangy River Road in Columbus, Ohio, the greatest city in the entire world. This yeah. is Letterman, yes. Letterman Live. It's a fun, casual conversation brought to you by Roosters. Ohio State is officially into the season. The college football playoff chase has begun. Thank yeah. God. Woo! Last week was Wanna awesome because we got to preview a game. Now we get to talk about a game. Ohio okay. State is into it. 52-17. The Buckeyes opened the year with a win over Nebraska. And it was a weird day. But uh, just because the, the fans weren't there and yeah. there was no school session and all that, but everything else at kickoff felt normal. Doug Worthington, Nicole Uh-oh. Cox, Justin Zwick, mm-hmm. Evan Spencer. We've got somebody else that's coming later, and this week's uh, Tuesday appetizer is mac yeah. and cheese bites. So cheese. I'm going to eat all these before it gets here. Yeah, then we're going to tell them we ran out. Ten more <laughs> we ran yeah. out. It's the appetizer of the day. They're I was going to say, out. how is Schlegel not here? <laughs> I thought he'd have been here banging on the door this morning when you guys he's opened the, up. He's in the back kind of eating them right That's now. A lot of this order came for a reason. Yeah. He's actually <laughs> cooking the mac and cheese. He's, right, he's, now, he's so. back there for sure. Schlegel will be here in a little bit, but we don't need him to get started. Buckeye Leagues, let's start with this. We're going to do it differently on Mondays here. It feels so good to be here after after a game and to break it down. <sighs> we're going to just dive right in with players of the game, Buckeye Leaves, whatever uh, appetizer they earned in that win, mm-hmm. mac and cheese bites this week. <laughs> Nicole, we're going to start with you. Buckeye oh. Leaves, who, who caught your eye in that 52-17 win over the Huskers? So I felt like there was a lot of okay. talent, and it was very exciting just mm-hmm. because we were finally out there and getting to see everyone and the anticipation and the excitement building up. Um, I have to say the receivers and just the skill position players, mm-hmm. I mean, they were amazing. It's hard to I, pick just know, one, right? I know, I know. And so, you know, Master Teague, he did a great job. He was better with, you know, straight rushing. But um, he had that and then, you know, scored touchdown, two touchdowns. Yeah. And it was great. And Chris Olave, I think, though, I'm going to have to give my Buckeye leaf to him. He mm, was like awesome. And, you know, he took two major blows, too, during the game. And so I think, you know, I just – the sentiment of that, just hoping he's okay. I mean, he went off the field, and so, um, yeah, but he was great and almost had the touchdown as well. Yeah. So Scary. That was a really scary hit, and really it was, you know, you hope now. We'll see if he practices this week. Ryan Day, will, we don't know exactly how. He doesn't like to talk about injuries, but right. if he practices tomorrow or on Thursday, you know, we tend to get a good feel of that. And, and then the deadline, you know, Friday, mm. is he going to be able to travel or not? Ohio State's going to have to make that decision because they're not at home. So will he travel? Will he go? You know, Evan, you know this for yeah, that position. Like yeah. that's that's a tough deal. Um, they, you know, Ryan Day talked after the game. He had that look in his eye where he thought he was going to be okay. But mm-hmm. that'll be you're playing Penn State. You want Chris Olave. Right. That's mm-hmm. the bottom line. No doubt about it. I mean, and, and even like touching on the injury, right? Like I mean, obviously we all are hoping for the best um, as it relates to that. But I mean, you know, I'm, I'm sure as a lot of you guys have been, I've been in the protocol, so it's it's mm. odd, right? You have these weird, ambiguous tests that you kind of have to figure out a way to pass and <laughs> yeah. showcase to everybody that you either are or how do I how do I pass this yeah. thing? Yeah. Yeah. Let me go down that line. Yeah. Yeah. They're not supposed to work like that. I well, I mean, to trick the system. Uh, it's not tricking the system, man. I mean, but but more so looking at it like, okay, well, if I have a baseline, right, and then I can say, hey guys, I've been telling you that I'm healthy. I've been telling you that I'm healthy, and my scores or my tests. Um, results match that, then great. If not, then you can't play ball. Um, obviously, the, the the timing isn't great, but at the end of the day, we just hope mm-hmm. that you know Chris health wise is, is is good looking forward, and that we can get him back as quick. Yeah, and, you, and you just hope at that time of the game where it's like, all right, we don't need him to go back out there. Let's just go ahead and wrap exactly. this up. Make sure we're safe. Exactly. Make sure he is one hundred percent good. Exactly. Uh, you know, reevaluate it later on. You, you hope that's the case. But uh, if we're, yeah, if we're reading the tea leaves, like I was watching him, I was one of the thank goodness I'm one of the few that got to be in the stadium on Saturday. Like they took him into the tent. 
They looked at him for a while, and he didn't go immediately to the locker room after mm -hmm. that. And to me, again, I'm not a doctor. I don't know. But generally, if it's clear that it's a concussion right away, you're not, they're not going to let you hang around on the mm -hmm. sideline. They're going to get you out of there. So I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, I guess I'd be optimistic that he's going to be okay, and you want him this week. But, uh, Doug, uh, for you, a Buckeye leave, what do you got? Um, uh, just hitting on the wide receivers because I don't want to be remiss about that talent. Um, uh, Jarrett Wilson came in and, and was a dog. I mean, him being in the slot, being flexible to be able to go inside, outside, his versatility was amazing. Um, he caught the ball in traffic, um, and he got up and got out of there. And you, you know he's going to make the big play very, very soon. Um, but when it comes down to um, just Chris Olave, um, he definitely brings another element of just leadership. He's quiet. He, he does like Trust does. He, he gives the ball back to the official, and he just keeps everybody solid. So I love what that looked like. I have to give mine to 92, though. You know, the, the fact of the matter is, is how he came. He didn't start. So, you know, he was, he was you know, obviously the, the offseason that he had to be able to, you know, get shot in the face and to bounce back like he did. Didn't start. We didn't start. know if he was going to play, right? Right. Oh. Didn't know if he was going to play. <laughs> yeah, that's and a then, crazy idea. You know, the, uh, the defensive line as a whole, you know, didn't play as great. But for him to have that, I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for him. And I, I love the way that he came in, in this play, for sure. What, an, what a crazy story. Everybody was uncertain if they were going to get a season. But this guy, right. yeah. it's not yeah. hyperbole. He was shot in the face. face. Yeah. could have been yeah. yeah, I saw you, I saw you guys talk about after the game, your rapid fire or whatever. And, uh, you know, Berm said that. And it's like, that's 100% true. Yeah. Right. You know, that is an area where it could have mm -hmm. went bad real right. quick. A couple inches either way. And he's way. out making sacks Crazy. on Saturday on October 24th. That's an amazing, right? Playing the world is hard, man. Yeah, that was a great great point there, Doug. He made an impact. Mm -hmm. uh, Evan, you just going to stick with the wide receiver? No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm going to make it hard on my man right here and take yeah. Justin Fields. That's <laughs> yeah. my Buckeye quarterback game. Take the quarterback. I know. Man, I was going to say, all these other guys are getting the love. I got to show the quarterback <laughs> some love. Hey, well, but, I know, yeah. I know, I know. I'm going to make your job a little tougher. But, no, I mean, if you're thinking about it, right, one incompletion off of realistically what could have been a completed ball and touchdown, mm -hmm. another one for the good guys. But um, to just come out with – so much over him, right? You know, with the drama of, you know, getting a season, being able to be the face of a campaign in the Big Ten, you know, as a whole, and then just to go out there and perform, you know. You know lots expected of you, and you went out there and surpassed expectations. So, you know, my, my Buckeye goes to Justin Fields because it's going to be a building process, right? Whether it's, um, you know, us being able to win games at the end of the year or him being able to get the trophies that he deserves, it's going to take games like that, but getting better, right? Trying to find a way, even though the completion rate can't get any better, <laughs> yeah, uh, but just making better decisions, cleaner process, the whole nine yards. Well, I was talking with Nicole before the show about that and we we're kicking around the Buckeye leaves and we had talked about Justin Fields because he is so special. But, you know, Nicole, you, you drove that point home with the different talent that's assembled and you've got Trey Sermon and Master Teague to hand the football off. They could play better, but uh, that helps in the backfield. Those weapons, Olave, Garrett Wilson, uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba coming on, mm -hmm. Julian Fleming, you know, Jamison Williams, like that's going to help make Justin Fields look so better because you can just give it to anybody. Yeah. yeah. It takes a team. It takes a team. It does. So, but Justin of Fields it is amazing. <laughs> Justin Fields is but amazing. No, I do want you guys to know that. We can yeah. make that point. Yes. Well. Yeah. <laughs> the offensive line. <laughs> I love oh, it. yeah. Okay. Now, that first half, I didn't necessarily think I'd be giving them a Buckeye leaf, right? Because the run game didn't seem to, it wasn't very clean, but I went back and rewatched some of the, you know, the highlights and the, the throws that Justin was making. Cat mm. had plenty of time in the pocket. He had clean pockets. He had plenty of time to sit back there. A couple times he held on to it a little bit too long and tried to use his athleticism to get out of trouble, and we had a couple of sacks there in, this, in that first half. But most of his throws were from a clean pocket, Nobody in his face. He had time to read his, you know, read his cues and get down and get through a couple of progressions. And uh, 
that all starts up front. So, you know, as a quarterback, you're nice to get beat up quite a bit with a young offensive line back in the day. I I know how important it is to have those guys up in front of you. And, uh, you know, so I got to go there since since he took my (laughs) quarterbacking. But, uh, you know, I'd spread it out to there. And, you know, run game wasn't great, but I think that's to be expected kind of in the first week of a a season where it's been like this. You've been going up against the same people, you know, for so many days and then – you get a different look thrown at you, or you get this or that, and you got to adjust. And I think they did did a great job with that. So, Jay Z, when I when I watch Justin Fields, and we talked about this a little bit last year, like, well, the next step would be, you know, two, three, four reads, getting through mm-hmm. a progression, you know, maybe not taking some of those sacks, but a, he's confident in his ability mm-hmm. to elude the pass rush, and b, he doesn't seem to ever want to to throw an interception, yep. and he gets in the situations where maybe it's second sixteen, he takes a sack. But I think he'd much rather do that than make the mistake. Yeah. You'd take that, um, and I don't. So I just don't view it as a problem for him. Yeah. Well, I mean, with him, I mean, anytime you have an athlete right. of that caliber, they're in their head. They're never thinking, "Oh, this guy's going to get yeah. me." You know, <laughs> he's like, "Oh, right. I'm going to make a play, and right. this is going to be on Sports Center top ten." You know, tomorrow morning. <laughs> yeah. So you know, when you see him bouncing around and making guys miss, that's he just is so confident in his abilities to to, to make a play. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, I mean. 20 to 21, basically 21 of 21. Yes. I don't think people understand how hard yeah. that is. All right. That's you know, I mean, that error. is, that. I mean, I mean, as a guy who played, like, that is really hard to do, to not have yeah. one errant throw or one, like, ah, oh, man, I sailed that one, or, you know, just that one got tipped or this or that. I mean, like. I mean, for that matter, Garrett Wilson slipped on one of the hitches that he ran over on, mm-hmm. on, on our boundary, yeah. and the placement of that football was still perfect. It I mean, was. He was on the ground. Exactly. He was on the ground, and it just perfectly He sees his target, yeah. and it's not, you know, above, still, behind, yeah. below, or anything. Number, it's yeah. just, you know, yeah, right so where I mean, it needs to be. So it's amazing, and that's. You know, it wasn't, I mean, 20 to 21, 275, three or two touchdowns, one rushing. Like, it's not like, oh my gosh, look at this day. I mean, the 20 to 21 kind of is, but, you know, you're not throwing for 500 yards, you know, that sort of game. But still, man, the way he managed it, he didn't have much of a run game in that first half, and he was still putting, I mean, that, that post he threw downfield, oh the goodness. first score. The first one, I was like, oh, <laughs> man. Man, I saw that this ball. He's ready like, to play ball wow, this year. Wow, <laughs> yes. I'm like, that is yeah. a throw. So yeah. he, he's ready to rock. And, you know, once the rest of that gets going, we're just going to see more wide-open guys downfield when that run game is working better. Mm-hmm. And I, I take I take the, the different angle of it because why these guys are watching the guy in the pocket and he's seeing the whole throw, I'm watching the trenches. So, like, Josh Myers, like, he was in there. And, and, again, this is the beginning of the season for everybody. And the guys on Nebraska on scholarship, and they're really good. Right. And they had some great stunts, and they hit him in the mouth a few times. And guess what? He made a little bit of a hiccup. But when it comes down to this season and, and who they are and who we know them to be, he still kept a great pocket. He still had good movement. They still got up to the linebackers when to come down to them double teams and then you got a guy like Wyatt Davis who understands like the emotional side of this like these kids are going through something that we've never ever had right. to, to deal with right. he had to say I'm leaving Ohio State okay can I please come back to Ohio State mm-hmm. okay let's play a regular game so I take my hats off to them young men and it's definitely different environment I know we got to always keep their mental health at bay and kind of figure out you know what's going on in their systems but they play not a perfect game but a game that I'm proud to say hey watch 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 what next week looks like right sure. like I know we, we're not there yet but when it comes down to a wounded Penn State they, they they have a great matchup to really prove who they are and they they got their best coaches in the in the, in the NCAA, it's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, we, we'll get to that later, but Nicole can't wait because this yeah. is her segment <laughs> yes. at the end. She knows she has to cap it off with the prediction. She's she's 1-0 against the spread. Uh-oh. There you go. I believe it was 38-7 to that she had last week. So mm-hmm. Start betting on you here in a second. That's a cover mm-hmm. any way you slice it. Mm-hmm. So on the road, primetime game at Penn State. We know Nicole's going to get this right, so we're going to need to take some notes. What's, what do you got coming for Oh, gosh, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, you got my money on the line now, too. <laughs> 
I feel like it's going to be closer of a game. Okay. I do. The spread this week, by the way, I didn't give it out there for you. It started at eight. Now it's ten and a half for Ohio State. Okay. Keep, so that influences your thinking. Yeah, like thirty-eight again. I don't know why I keep you choosing like that. I, mean, I like hey, thirty-eight. It works. I like it. It works. For um, and twenty-eight. Ooh, mm. Ooh, right on the kind yes. right on See what happens number. with that line. It's right on it. Yeah. Depends on where you got it and when yeah. you got it. Mm-hmm. It might still be a cover for us. <laughs> That's true, yes. <laughs> but Nicole's got another win coming. We've got a lot more coverage of Ohio State with that win over Nebraska. Schlegel's back. Oh, there he is. He's took up the mac and cheese bites. So we're going to tag him in. We're going to take a break. We're going to refuel. we got a lot more coming. Ohio State 1-0 getting ready for Penn State on Saturday night. Stay with us. Letterman Live brought to you by Roosters. Roosters is one of the unique companies that we deal with. They're involved in everything we do, from our personal foundation to also the Cancer Research Fund. And that's from the Buckeye Cruise from Cancer to all the events leading up to the Buckeye Cruise. They donate back to different organizations that are near and dear to their heart. And we're so fortunate to have been with Roosters now for a long, long time. All the folks at Roosters are just genuinely kind folks, and they want to make a difference. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. All right, welcome back to Letterman Live at Roosters. Anthony Schlegel. We've, What's crap? We've man? downgraded in some ways. No, yes. did. But <laughs> he is a face for radio. It's this week, <laughs> hey, this week, it's, the, it's Schlegel Tuesdays. You can oh. get mac and cheese bites. That's two dollars. Said two dollars Tuesdays, man. You come in here, they're two bucks for an entire basket. So wow, it's amazing. <laughs> it is amazing. Schlegs, we gave out some Buckeye leaves for our players yes. in the game. So you've got to join in the party here. What did you think for week one? Wide receivers, mm. Justin Fields. Mm. There you go. Yeah, so, uh, so far, yeah basically covered. So yeah, guys that have been taken. Uh, basically, uh, um, you can say Haskell Garrett. Yeah, you know he mm-hmm. had a Doug, sack. Doug's mm-hmm. got him. Um, He's not gonna say mine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, Hooker got the start. Yep. Yeah, I think he had a fumble recovery. Seven Banks had one to the house. Uh, I thought the secondary actually played played pretty decent. I thought the linebackers played pretty good. I mean, they were the three leading tacklers on the team. That's good. Right, here's the deal, man. There's so many. We talked about this morning on Morning Juice, right? The game is, I thought the Buckeyes were as advertised, right? There were some some areas in which they exceeded my expectations. I thought, like, the wide receivers really, really didn't know the timing until we saw it. Justin Fields, 20-21, two touchdowns and a run where he spun into the end zone. Mm-hmm. Guy's absolute freak throws a phenomenal ball. His only incompletion was to Chris Olave. That should have been a touchdown that he dropped because he landed on his back, yep. right? Um that was outstanding. I thought that the running backs really had no flow, mm-hmm. right? They, they couldn't get in sync. I didn't really necessarily I – th- I saw great pass protection, mm-hmm. all right? But you're also going against a Nebraska whose D-line was not returning, right? Everybody was new. And Ben Still, I think, was their best guy. He went out early in the first quarter. So I would have thought that we would have been able to get significant push mm-hmm. up front to really get our running game going. We really didn't have a running back. I actually thought Still Chambers looked at the best well, so of I the three running too. backs. I agree with um, that too. So I take that. I like the fact that we can go get a, a fourth and one without back in the Urban Meyer era. We had to take it out of the gun. Yeah. Like we actually have a quarterback that gets under center, and we center, teach that, yes. which is absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, so there's kind of your offensive so snapshot. There, so there's your Buckeye leaf. Buckeye leaves around, baby. Buckeye look, leaf recap. Yeah, if you go look at <laughs> is defensively. Is there a that didn't yeah. get a shot? Well, no, yeah. well, if you go look defensively, like I really wanted to see Four the guys pin their ear back yeah. on the tight ends, like. But they didn't really throw to the tight end, right? But did they block well? I don't. I don't know. I'm not going back and watching the film. I'm not a coach. <laughs> but then, the, you know, the D line really been able to pin their ears back and go and put pressure. I really didn't see that, and I was kind of waiting for that to happen. It was good to see some of the interior linemen be able to do that, which they need because that also frees up the outside. What's that? 
But then you look at some of the zone coverage that we had, and I, I like playing zone, but then there's some key things that you don't ever do in zone. Like when you're a linebacker and you play zone, you always make the guy over, go around you. Mm-hmm. Why? Because if I let the go guy go across my face, he's unabated into the soft part of the zone. You always make him go around because it also makes you pack it back. Right, because then if not, you get caught up in that eight to ten years, eight to ten yard range, which is called "quote unquote" no man's land. So I didn't really like that early in the game. We weren't setting the edge, and yeah. I think some of it is people forget first game of the year. Right, I was gonna say that too. Yeah, see, mm-hmm. boom, we weren't setting the edge. First game of the year, we have no film on Nebraska, mm-hmm. so the guys have to play from what they saw in practice, which probably looked different mm-hmm. than what they actually saw. On the you know in the game, so you have to trust your training. You have to trust your eyes, and I think they had some hesitation. Then they were able to settle in. Nebraska really only had two drives, yep. right? But going into this week, coming off of a Penn State that rushed for 250 yards, and we allowed Nebraska to rush for 210, I believe that's a little bit of a concern. Yep. But I thought for our DBs to have continued success like they've had in the past, we definitely have to get that pass rush up, right? And going. So again, I thought it was. As expected, yeah. right? It didn't exceed my expectations. It wasn't below expectations. I thought it was par on par with my expectations. And 52 to 17 is a win to where they can go back and they now have actually some film that they can teach the guys on outside of Buckeye on Buckeye. Right. Well, so. Now I'm going to eat this. Well, and you can still have this <laughs> feeling of like we all kind of felt in the first half. Yeah. Like, you can still go in there and watch film and get after these guys a little right. bit, you know, because it sure. wasn't as what you expected them to come out. Yeah. So I got this question a lot uh, on Saturday. And I, ah. I know how I feel. I, I don't have concern about Ohio State's rushing attack. Mm-hmm. I don't have concern about their pass rush because I, mm-hmm. I know who coaches. Why? Why don't you have concern well, about their rushing I attack? I think people don't care what I say. They care about but you four. But why don't I? Why, <laughs> why don't, don't you? Because your name is Austin Be- freaking Ward from because, Wyoming. Because I think that I saw things in the third third quarter and second half from Trey Sermon that tells me he can eventually pull ahead and be the guy. I think I don't like the rotational series I don't think that the running backs get any flow. We went through all of this two years ago with Mike Weber and J.K. Dobbins. I don't believe that it works personally, uh, and I didn't like seeing it on Saturday. I understand that there's a competition for them. You may want to see some game reps. You want to make sure that Master Teague is healthy. You want to see what Trey Sermon does. That's his first game. I thought he got more comfortable in the offense as it went on. <clears throat> so I'm not concerned about that. And you rushed for and steal Chambers, Schlegs. They've got a third guy who can help if they need to, and Justin Fields is pretty good too. So mm-hmm. I have no problems there. Let's hope one's not running that much. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's sure. also a big part yeah. of it. And in the pass rush, for me, what reason I'm not concerned, Zach Harrison and Tyreek Smith didn't even play in the first quarter. I don't know specifically the reasons behind that, but you have to assume that those potential first-round draft picks are going to start having more of an impact as the season goes sure. on. Um, you know, you get out of a training camp, sometimes you deal with injuries. I don't know. What, I don't know specifically what it was, but I expect that they will play more. So those two things, if those were at the top of. Your concern list. That's why I don't have wor- worries about it. That makes me feel good. Yeah, Austin Ward is good. <laughs> yeah. Everybody out there, Austin yeah. Ward. He knows what he's talking he's about. Solid, yeah. for sure. Well, I mean, honestly, one of the things that I was looking at is like, you know, not to say that we get preseason games in college at all, but some of those first few mm-hmm. games you feel out so much, right, with mm-hmm. such a weird offseason, with such a weird camp, and then going into these first couple games. Mm-hmm. Like, I know one thing about football is a physical game. It's about putting your hands on somebody and defeating blocks. Right, so there is a little bit of getting into the groove of that, right? And whether that's defensively, whether that's offensively, up front being able to move guys so that we have better running lanes, or you know, on defense, whether that's linebackers being able to shed and get play with better vision. So you know, I think all of those things will continue to improve and hopefully continue to improve. Like you know, we'll, we'll get a much better resume on this one next week. But um, you and know, I think you're used to going up in those early games of against teams that 
maybe aren't as big yeah. or as strong or as you know have have as much depth. Right. And not that Nebraska has as much depth, but they're big yeah. and strong. I mean, oh, they're, no, they're, they're playing for play. Nebraska. Right. You know, I mean, they had five returning offensive yeah. linemen. Those guys know what they're doing. Right. They've, they've been in the trenches. Mm-hmm. They can match our players, you know. Now, granted, Somewhere. we probably warm down a little <laughs> bit because they don't yeah. have the depth. Yeah. But it's not – I don't want to make anybody mad, but it's not Bowling Green that right. we're going. You know, it's not, it's not one of those That's games early on in the year. And it's right into Big Ten football. Boom, you know. I mean, it was always a big deal. All right, Big Ten season starts, you know, week four or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. We're right into it. So, What's up? Meant, I'm, you know, that, that was going to happen. They figured it out. I think the adjustments they made were big. You know, I mean, first couple series, yeah, they ran a the ball down, yeah. you know, a little bit. But I think they, they made adjustments on the fly, got an idea of what they were trying to do to attack us with, and mm-hmm. came right back at them. I mean, that option's tough to deal with, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, yeah. what I was thinking about, honestly, in my head was that Navy game my mm-hmm. senior uh, year. I remember right? I mean, there was so much prep, so we were ready for that one. But, you know, just – in and of itself, that offense is so difficult to be disciplined in, right? So <laughs> all of this yeah. we're talking about, first game, yeah. shedding blocks, whole nine mm-hmm. yards, right? Like, But that requires discipline. So, I mean, kudos to them for a good game plan. But at the end of the day, athletes and, um, you know, uh, uh, touchdowns win the game. Doug, your, your expertise there, the Rushman. Man, the Rushman have a lot of time to grow. Um, I'm not really concerned about, I mean, Zach Harrison. I know who he's coached by. You know, even John Cooper, he got there quite a bit, and it's one of those give-and-take things. The defensive backs are young. You know I mean? They gave up a, a couple – and it's the, the fact of the option. So as we mature, as we figure out who we are as a defense, each defense kind of has their, 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 their signature. And maybe it's the linebackers. I mean, they, can't, they play very, very well. I remember when these guys over there with the long hair and things of that nature, they rule. You know what I mean? We still have some studs up front, Quinn Pickock. But, you know, at the end of the Patterson, day, it's like, yeah, David Patterson, Jay Richardson, things of that nature. We had some dogs. So they're going to learn. You know, they, they, again, five returns. Um, offensive line starters. They got a, a great Big Ten, you know, shellacking to a certain Fair extent. Day. But guess what? Larry Johnson is going to put it on the film. You know, they're going to understand what they needed to do and what they once were. They understand what the pedigree is, and it's going to be fun to see. You know, especially next week in the dark. It's going to be nice. <laughs> in the dark, I love it. <laughs> won't be a whiteout. No. no. Uh, it's going to be an interesting Halloween, there. man, when the fangs come out. Mm. We'll get into Amazing. that. There's one more thing I wanted to ask you guys Good, about. Good, I got a mac and cheese bite that kind of resembles a heart. So oh, I mac wow. and cheese That's, by you. <laughs> Thank you. Just, that means so much to me. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> I don't even. <laughs> he just. Threw. That's. I rarely. So the, there you go. It's the Schlegel effect. That could fluster me, and I don't. And I was. But getting a heart-shaped mac and cheese bite. That's. Gosh. Well, that just hits you right here. It, it, does. Does. it does. It does. So before we close the book on Nebraska, Ryan Day started his post-game press conference on Saturday night by saying that he wanted to apologize to Scott Frost for the final touchdown, which I sure. think is absolutely outrageous okay. i don't why? know why it was necessary they had there were no starters on the field they had a walk-on running back and a true freshman quarterback those guys practice really hard too and I mean, you want jack miller to get some reps mm-hmm. you know he needs to, to run at full speed ohio state needs to have a backup quarterback i think it's pretty clear that they don't believe gunner hoke would be that cj stroud actually took all the reps with the twos in pregame for whatever that's worth before jack miller went in um Tackle somebody. They yeah. ran it six straight times. We, they didn't we, throw it. We were BFFs all, all season, right? We 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 held hands. We banded together. We were very outspoken. And then even in the beginning of the, you see that, you know what I mean? Not mac and cheese bikes. <laughs> but when it came down to like at the end of the game, of course you're 100 percent right. And we got to get everybody reps. Right. You know when it comes down to Corona season, COVID season, yeah. we got to see what people can do. So we need those guys to have live bullets flying at them. So mm-hmm. it was just one of those nice gestures of hey, I, I respect you. I love what we was able to accomplish. We're back, but we're gonna get these guys ready too for sure. 
I just I don't get it. Tackle somebody. Well, I mean that's that's a thing, right? Like I mean, we we beat the horse a little bit here, but at the end of the day, like they haven't had as many opportunities to go. You know, maybe Black we weren't passing the ball, but go run an inside nine. Yeah. You know, go run off tackle, go run downhill, and at the you know, God forbid something happens to any of our key players <clears> down <throat> you know down the road, but. Um, you know, other successful Ohio State teams have had depth, right? They've had leadership where leadership wasn't thought to be needed, um, you know, and that comes with being able to be out there in live fire. So, you know, I'm right there with them. I, I guess I understand the frustration. You know, my, my, my friend Kenny Bell will be probably hit me on the head for telling me that uh, <laughs> that I like the touchdown. But, I mean, come on. With the young guys got to get reps. That's well, what it's it is. the soft world we're living in now. You know, everybody needs a safe space or this or that. You can't go out and <laughs> right. score. Woody would have said, but why, right. you know, I, yeah, I right. couldn't go for three. That's why I went <laughs> right. for two. Yeah. You know, back <laughs> in the day, you ran. You, you did what you could. You got to stop us if you don't want us to score. It's, I, it's changed. And it's not like I don't. How many seconds were left in the game? There we go. It was, 18, under, it was under two seconds. or so. There's 18 seconds left in the game. What he's saying was he did everything he needed to do. Do we really need to run that play? I just take a knee and end the football game. That that was his why. And obviously him and, – and, again, you get caught up in the moment because I'm like you guys, right? They had the same situation, Cincinnati Bengals versus the Ravens, 27 to nothing. Mm. They went for it on fourth down twice to what? Go kick a field goal. Not necessarily to spite them that they closed out a shutout because nobody cares. But, listen, if you don't like that, stop them from getting fourth down, right? Mm-hmm. So they're going to still go through and work on their mechanics even in the midst of a season to go work on a field goal. So I see, I understand both sides. I understand that Ryan Day has a rapport with Scott Frost. <clears throat> they understand each other. I also understand that he has a job to do to get these guys ready. And they work all week for an opportunity to go out there and show out. Because every time I go out, you know I got to show out. Juicy J, 2014 yeah, remix. Yeah, you go. know that. You know that. <laughs> DJ. Big reference. I like it. <laughs> oh, DJ. So, so it's like, I understand you're not going to pull them back because they've been straining. They've been working for an opportunity to go score and play. Mm. So, you, you know, I, don't, I wouldn't say it's necessarily ridiculous. But I also under, I also understand why he's saying I want to apologize because he likes Scott Frost and he probably lost track of the moment right a little bit of like yeah run this play right maybe you do tackle him right when they have a problem with it. but the guy scored because <clears throat> dudes out there when you blow the whistle we're here to compete yeah mm-hmm. right? I guarantee oh, I'm, I'm sorry <laughs> I guarantee Scott Frost appreciated the fact that you actually did that because that's an extra rep and an extra play that my guys need to be challenged mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. I mean these are young men um, like like to select point like it's one of those things where. We are live bullets, and these guys need to get reps too. And maybe they're all back and forth, non-starters and things of that nature. Maybe not black shirts, as they call their defense. But the fact that you gave up a touchdown, the fact that you kind of crawled up and something happened, I, I, I don't think Scott Frost is too mad at, at Ryan. Scott. And at the end of the year, does 52 look better than 45 when you're looking back at the scores Boom. and what Ohio State did at, you know, throughout one. the year? I just felt like, well, it looks better for me. <laughs> for me, that it was like. Because I picked 52 to 10. That worked yeah. out Ooh, better for Schlage I need another. Ooh, that was wow. sweet. I feel like the apology was more embarrassing to Nebraska than scoring mm. the touchdown was. And just no, not, and just not talking about great point, it. man. I, I like I'm just it. saying. I like that. Is this my that's a great way to look at it. Sorry that, that, that you're that's so terrible. You can have that one. Hey, man, I'm sorry. No, Let me start be- this <laughs> off with, like, I'm sorry <laughs> I'm that so- we're this good. Yeah. But no. at the end of the – no, it wasn't. Yeah, that, I know that's it wasn't that, but I should have went backhanded and said, I'm sorry you guys couldn't stop us. That's how a regular fan – We ran a quarterback draw. That's how a regular fan would take that. Somebody Because you haven't played before. Somebody had to take it there. That's okay. You heard what I said about it. I know. I'm just – I don't think he needed to apologize. Yeah, I. You know what? Here, Doug's Already, point. Man, Doug's wow, point. Flags is coming after me. Doug's point, <clears throat> and I think it's a very valid point. Is when you're coaching, like who cares? I mean, we gotta stop you. Right. right. But he's able to go point out because they're second team younger guys. I don't know if it was their first team that was still out there. I don't know. 
But that's a very teachable moment. Right. Like, did you curl up? Did you play through the end of the game? Did you play four quarters? Right. right? Because we saw, like, go win. We always talk about him, Paul. Go win the quarter. I just had a third and fourth grade team. We gave up 12 points. We got to beat 12 to 8. We've only given up three touchdowns in seven games. Like, mm. But you got to play every single play. And we lost two quarters and we won two quarters, right? It's like don't lose the quarter. So we're always constantly working at going out there and trying to improve. And that's a very teachable moment for them. I just okay. think he was doing it more out of respect I for agree. Scott Frost. <laughs> and what that's they've been what, through through this whole through thing, this trying together, to get the season back. Because they've had a lot of dialogue between one another. And, again, I think, I think COVID really brought good coaches together because if you're comfortable in your own skin – you know, during this time, during a pandemic or a leader in a business or whatever, you're going to be more apt to go look and seek wisdom in different areas from other colleagues. Like, how are you guys approaching your standard operating procedures? Because we sure in hell know the Big Ten wasn't telling anybody what to do mm, back in probably, June. Yeah, right? right? So what do you do? So you got guys that really have a high GSF that want to go out and say, hey, what are you guys doing at Nebraska? Have you seen this? Hey, here's what we're doing, right? Because ultimately at the end of the day, we want to play ball. So that's what you're doing. You're chasing angles. You're going down the rabbit hole, and you got a guy who played in Scott Frost, just like a guy in Ryan Day, mm. who both were elite coordinators who are at big-time schools. And they have some common ground there, and they've been talking, right? Well and so that's why he apologized for it. Was it really necessary? No, I think he was doing it more out of respect for Scott Frost. But ultimately, at the end of the day, the Buckeyes, you got, the Nebraska has to stop you, yep. right? So I think that's why it was. It wasn't a slap in the face to the state of Nebraska or the Nebraska University or whatever they're called, right? The Corn Huskers, right? They're corn-fed, you know, which is fantastic, right? <laughs> Knock your junk in the dirt. That's how I was raised. Yeah. But that's what it was. All right. That's the end of. Ohio is that, State are we done? Are we yeah. done? Are, is that the end of the show? That's the end of Nebraska. It's not the end of the show. No. They play Penn State. Yeah, on we got Saturday. a game so coming got, up, baby. I don't even know who has Penn. Who's, who's Penn State? What are we talking? Who are they? <laughs> I'm just the kidding. They're the team that lost to Indiana. How about that, Saturday. huh? Yeah. Have so, you guys already wow. talked about that? Did you no, talk no, about no, that? We're waiting for you. No, no, all right, let's go. Do it right now. Go. Tag dominate. So we got a question from our good friend Mary. She's here with every single week. Mary, hanging out for Letterman Live. She and she says, "All right, you got a wounded animal." Mm-hmm. We we thought this was going to be the Big Ten East Division title game, right? That right. was that was the way I talked about it. I think we thought that the, these are the two most talented teams in the league. Penn State goes out. James Franklin lays another egg, one of many in his career. Can't win another big games. One. Gives away ones he should win. <laughs> that's just that's his trademark, and he did it again. So now that ruined this primetime game day game for ESPN. Their one shot to really hype it up with the Buckeyes this year. <laughs> All right, but they're okay. So how do they respond to that? Yeah. Sometimes get dangerous when a team comes off a loss. Mm. What do you think, Evan? You go on the road. Does that make? I don't know. I mean, the, the danger factor for me is is way way down. You know, I one I think we're going to take care of business when we get there. But two, I mean, there's a couple factors. One of which they're not going to have their 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 um, their students or just you know, population in the, in, the, in the stadium, which is such a big deal because Huge. of any team in the Big Ten that literally mm. needs their fans mm. to feed off that momentum and help them without with good plays. Penn State is definitely one of those teams. And in the next, Justin and I were sitting there talking before we got rolling, like. I can only tell you one player that seemed like, you know, just an athlete that was better than his opponent, right, from from start to finish, and that was their tight end, number 87. Mm. So outside of that, there, you know, there aren't many other – I mean, quarterbacks making plays, obviously, but there aren't many other skill positions to where it's like, hey, we need to get the ball, this guy the ball in space now because that's how we're going to pick up third down. Um, so those two coupled together are, are reasons why I feel good. Um, but at the end of the day, we still can't roll helmets out there. You know, right. we, we, we need reps, right? And, and every rep counts. So we got to go out there and we got to try to score on every possession, right? Um, and that's just that. You know, that's a job. Yeah, no doubt about it. I don't want to say I'm worried about it, but <laughs> losing a game, and I feel like what's happened here with Ohio State kind of frees the guys up in a way. 
you know, I remember, what was it, when we lost at home, then we went and played Michigan State on the road a few oh, years yeah. ago, yeah. and it was just like, we shouldn't have lost that game, and, oh, man, we got a tough game next week, but we smoked them because yeah. it was just like we just came out and it was like, man, yep. all that pressure going undefeated or whatever is off of us now, let's just go out and play. Sure. I don't know if there's some of that with Penn State, you know, coming home saying, listen, all right, well, we lost this game. Now we got to go beat Ohio State to give ourselves a chance, you know, to kind of get our way back. Yeah. Um, so I think there's a little bit of that. Do I think they're going to be able to as far as their athletes and, you know, their coaching? No, I, I don't think that's going to be a case. But, I mean, that quarterback, what Clifford, I think Clifford. his name is, I mean, he, uh, he, ran, he ran around a lot. You know, Ohio State in the past, we've had problems with quarterbacks that can kind of do stuff with their feet. Now he's not Mike Vick. He's not <laughs> Justin Fields, but he was serviceable enough. I mean, he had over 100 yards rushing, you know, on pass plays, on called quarterback run plays. Um, you know, so that's another dimension we, ha- you know, kind of have to worry about. And, and they gave that game to Indiana. I mean, you talked about, you know, coach, you know, kind of <laughs> losing these games that he shouldn't. I mean, they, they did. I mean, the quarterback threw an interception on a on a screen, you know, early in the game where they were driving and probably would have been up 14 nothing. Uh, you know, just silly plays inside the red zone that they could get cleaned up. They would have probably had a two-touchdown victory over Indiana. So I expect them to get that cleaned up. I expect a much cleaner game from, from both sides of their team. But, uh, you know, again – they're going up against a team that's just <laughs> stacked. So, yeah, I mean, I don't think I'm that worried, but they're, they're going to play better, and it will be – I think it'll be a, a good game there, at least for the first half. Okay. You want to go? I get it. I get okay. it. You're gonna be, I know you're going you're gonna to get around it so yeah. much, I don't want to end it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let him get He the wants whole, to get his words in before you, you, yeah, hey, before you take Schlegs, If Schlegs is going to come after me, I need one of you guys <laughs> yeah. to come right. back, all right? So, so, don't worry. So, I got you. So, you're going to want so Doug you, on that one. So what are you <laughs> saying over there, Austin? <laughs> to your guys' point. I think the the team takes on the mode of James Franklin. Um, they they are they are a program they are a program that kind of feeds off his energy and his go forward and his you know what I mean we are the best team in the Big Ten and it kind of gets them in different places and sometimes it gets them in trouble. Um, I, I I think you know with that uh, that defensive line that they have, I'm actually give a shout out to the guy Antonio Shelton, mm-hmm. number 55, who's a Columbus kid Let's go. who I helped train. Like yeah. he's a hardworking kid. He made some good plays. The defensive line made some decent plays. Oh, number and 18. I, listen, some, yeah, exactly. Really. He's a, he's a first round potential so when it comes down to what they're going to be uh, uh thinking you know what i mean you gotta understand they were thinking about ohio state you know what i mean oh, indiana yeah. came There's in no there and, and got a got a no got a nice shot at somebody who was kind of peeking around the corner mm-hmm. to their biggest foe to their biggest opportunity they still want this game and they understand that hey at the end of the day if we win every game besides that game and we beat ohio mm-hmm. state we put ourselves right in the driver's seat again yeah. we are the talk of the big 10 and we make everything right with what happened mm-hmm. last week so you know I know a house that is going to handle business, but it's going to be a little closer. It's going to it's going to be it's going to be something that. All right, don't give it away. No, 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 yet. <laughs> but it's going to be closer. But I, th- I think a huge go- factor is going to be the no no students. I mean, you right. guys have played there in a whiteout. Yeah. That is the loudest stadium, loudest stadium that I've ever been in. Awesome. I mean, it is insane. Mm-hmm. So that it. is a huge, huge factor with the offense being able to just talk to each other and make calls and do whatever they need to do. Urban, Urban said it was a ten point difference. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah, there's yeah. no doubt. Yeah. It really is. I mean, think about all the times you got to go down buried into the red zone, mm-hmm. and you're like, hey, we're gonna go on more than one on this. Right. One. You're like, oh shit, here <laughs> yeah, we go. Forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm look, I'm watching the head of that center and be mm-hmm. like, uh, okay, we're good. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. but. I mean, it, it really is. It really is something to deal with because they know that that's their 12th person exactly, on, yeah. on the football field. And right. well said. Um, you know, we'll see how they respond outside of it. All right, let's hear it. Well, <laughs> I, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll say this before I get in there. If you saw, if you didn't see what Tom Allen after the game, right, where he couldn't even talk, mm-hmm. right, he was almost brought to tears. Like that. That's really what college football is all about. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a reason why guys love. Like, they go into the NFL. They still. They have a fondness for their college, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Especially so. at big time programs, because 
I remember I sold it. He has striking machines, right? And in 2018, they had stickers put on him that said breakthrough. Well, they didn't really break through that year. So he's like, nope, we're going to run it back, right? Let's do it again. And they broke through last year. It went, I believe, 8-5, and five, right? Went to a bowl game. And then you come out this year, and then you go win that first game over a top-10 opponent, and his guys love him. Yeah. Right, I mean, the culture of their team is where it needs to be because they are Indiana. They're not getting the blue the blue chippers, the five stars, and all that. They have to go develop guys. Mm-hmm. So for him to get that win, kudos to them. However, when you look at that, the fact that you're Penn State, the fact that you got 488 yards to their 230 mm-hmm. or whatever, or 210 maybe, whatever it was, I totally forget, and you lose. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you go in there and your guy doesn't have to score. You could have taken a knee. You could have not run a play. Like we were talking about this today in my leadership class, like, it's on the it's on the coach, right? To save your players, just like it was for the Atlanta Falcons. How the hell do we get two days in yeah, a row? Right. Yeah, I know. Back to back, back days. Back to back days. Where you got defensive guys going like this, trying to give the, <laughs> they're trying to give the touchdown <laughs> away. Never right? seen he was guy. in. He was in. <laughs> it's amazing, but everybody knows what to do, right? That's on the coaches, man. It's on the coaches to not even run that yeah. play, yeah. right? So that being said, when you go in there, and I, I believe you're right, in, in the areas in which it gets you wrong, you we all played under trust, except boom, you know, Evan boom. played under Urban, but. Trust was like this, and his teams were like that. They never got up. They never got down, right? It was always very sweater-esque, right, all the time. And we knew that. I mean, we knew his style of ball, right? It was, you know, conservative offense, go play great defense, have great special teams, play the field position battle, don't lose the turnover battle, stop the run. Like, that was really – that was his game plan all the the time. And so we embodied that coach. And I think with them – they sometimes get rattled in adversity because I believe that James Franklin gets rattled, which he shouldn't because he doesn't call the plays. Right? Mm-hmm. Coaches that are calling the plays, I would think would be the ones that are more apt to not have the presence of mind for mm-hmm. everything that's going on. That's kind of why you like to give up those duties. So I can worry about managing the game. It's why mm-hmm. Belichick and Vrabel are so good at what they do. Right? We've seen them substitute a guy in and get a penalty and all these mm-hmm. different things because they're, they're thinking about the entire game. I don't think he's that great of a game manager. Mm-hmm. But that being said, when you go into this, they rushed – they had 250 yards rushing. Can the Buckeyes do that? Well, we got to be able to set the edge. We got to go get some things cleaned up. We got to have our fits better, right? Our guys have to play with great eye control. Tight end matchup versus, you know, Hooker or Proctor and maybe a linebacker. I, I, I feel good, mm-hmm. right? I think our guys up front being able to stop the run and, and potentially affect Clifford if we get him in a situation to where they have to throw the ball. That's when I think the rushmen are going to be able to come out, yep, right? Because it's Halloween. Boom, fangs are out. But you know, the other thing, too, with um, our offense, what I saw was we could have thrown on them for 5,000 yeah. yards, mm-hmm. right? It was like, why don't we just throw the ball every single time? <laughs> right. And you know what, though? I think that's kind of – Evan's uh, okay with that. Until we get – I smile over here. Until we, get this running game yeah. going, <laughs> until we get this running game going, I think it's going to be one of those ones where – we're going to make you have to sit back and stop the pass, which is going to open up the run, and then we're going to keep you honest with the run, which is going to open up the play-action pass, and you really don't know what you're going to be able to do because, one, our guys can get open whenever they want to get open. Two, then we'll be able to start getting that push, and I think we're going to be able to control the entire game. So that's how I kind of see it this week. I'm excited for the opportunity. I really wish that they didn't, you know, 
totally ruined this because it was going to be number three versus number eight, right. which, again, it goes back to the perception is reality. It looks better on our resume right, that they're number eight, right, and we go into their house and smoke it. Yep. Right? But do we think Ryan Day, I mean, we've seen him. I mean, this last one. You got this? Nope. I no, got you're good. You're no, nope. <laughs> got another do, we, do, we, do we think he is a guy who wants to throw the ball first to set up the run? Because I no, feel like no, last no. year it was always like, man, we don't know how the run game is going to be, and he would just come out and say, okay, no, no. here's 150 yards in the first <laughs> in the first half rushing. Yeah. You know, we can do this when yeah. we want to do this. I, I don't know. I don't. I guess, even in the first half uh, last week, yeah, you know, I, mean, I felt I, like they, they stayed true to the run game. You know, and then true. all right, and then we go to Justin Fields to bail us out if yeah. it wasn't working. I, I, what do you I mean? What do you? Think? I, I think you're right, and but I think that whole we got to go to Justin Fields to bail us out because it's not working will be what changes, mm-hmm. right? Because we'll look at efficiencies by getting the ball out of his hand yeah. in the air and in the receiver's hand, and we'll say, holy cow, hold on, wait, okay, so we'll, we'll get our run instead fits of together. doing that on third down, we'll do it on exactly, first. Exactly, yeah. exactly, and you know, we'll get our run fits together. We'll figure out ways to get our five yards mm-hmm. on first down and it could be off tackle or it could be throwing a yeah. slant yeah. right but let's figure out a way to use our cards right use our receivers let them i mean please play us in man coverage because these guys can play now yeah. um, you know beat some coverage find zones and yeah. be able to just dink and dunk them we saw that we can do it right yeah. um you know and i'm looking forward to that continuing jay-z to your point i you know i got the sense last week that ohio state knew that its talent advantage would win out and there was nothing really elaborate about the offensive game plan yeah. because you knew penn state was coming now i'm not I'm not saying that they pulled any punches sure. or that mm-hmm. coaches really think about it all that much with going vanilla, but the game plan was not the most creative Ryan Day game mm-hmm. plan I've ever seen. That's, you know, I don't think a coincidence when you go on the road to yep. Penn State in week two. Uh, we'll see. Very astute of you. Oh, look at him. <laughs> Thanks didn't for letting know. That, know. I, I didn't know that. I, I, thought, I thought you were like, you know, that Milton is greater than one, the five being greater than one for the Michigan guy. <laughs> I'm, no. I'm on a real roller coaster ride with Schlage. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, getting sh- I'm getting heart-shaped mac and cheese bites. Because you're doing a wedding. <laughs> you're coming doing at a, you like I, a spider you don't even monkey. Know. Yeah, man, I'm giving you a heart-shaped mac bites <laughs> that I'm melting your face off, and you're going to officiate a daggum wedding on a Thursday? Alex Ward, How do you man. know those people? Alex Ward, how Attack can you do it? Attack and dominate. Yeah, their face. Go. Oh, good for him. Yep. Um, all right. Two of you guys have already hinted that it might be closer than uh, the Vegas experts might think. What do they think it's going to be? It opened at yeah. 8. I believe as of this moment it's at 10 and a half. Man, oh, it opened at 8? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I Ten thought and I was That's shocked amazing. that yeah. it opened at 8. Dude, I would have got bad. I don't bet, but I would have bet your dollars on last it. Last year, well, I would I bet my own dollars on it. We'll see what happens when there I cross. <laughs> I believe it's legal in the state of Pennsylvania. Maybe Somewhere. Maybe I'll use the uh, Letterman Row corporate card to, <laughs> to, to gamble on that one. Um you guys know where I'm going to go on this. I, I don't. <laughs> Ryan Day against James Franklin is is no comparison for me. But I, I always look at head coach matchup and the quarterbacks and where the game is played. Well, that third one's not an mm-hmm. impa- not going to be an impact in my mind this week. So the other two, Justin Fields and Ryan Day against Clifford and James Franklin. Please give me make. The, I don't know if you could make the spread high enough for me to not take Ohio State. Right. Um, I don't know where you are, Doug. You said it was going to be close or closer. What do you think? We'll start and, down on your side. And again, I'm I'm, I'm going to say it's going to be close because the, the emotional aspect of sure. it. When it comes down to these kids at Penn State, because this is their first home game, you know they're going to really understand what it means to be in this place. That's going to be a desert. It's going to be different. It's going to be weird. But the fact of the matter, they're wounded. They're hurting. Um, they're going to have a great week of practice. You know, when it comes down to some of the things that we shown in the, in that first game, as far as some some mix up stuff up front. When it comes down to maybe some uh, just 
different blitzes to get the offensive line kind of moving their feet. Um, we got to see some things to kind of get shored up because James Franklin is going to go after it. I do think Ohio State is a lot more dominant. I think Justin Fields is going to play the entire game. I feel like it's going to be one of those Heisman games, one of them Heisman moments, and it's going to be one of those things where, like, man, it was a great game to watch. And, yeah, maybe we win by 14 points, but it's going to be a 14 points that was accounted for the entire game. Sure. You know, it's going to be good. It's going to be a good, good, good Big Ten game. It's going to be the game we think it is. All right, so what's that score, Doug? Oh, I'm going to say it's going to be uh, – great, great, thank you. I'm right here for it. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to think the game is going to be like, uh, let's say, uh, 35 to 24. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Flakes. I don't know 45, if my math is 20. good. 45-20. 45-20. 48 That's all you 17. got yeah. oh, I thought we were doing rapid fire. Oh, Shoot. Hey, I, <laughs> thank you. I do like the 17 Dang number. It. Yeah, I like, you like 17. the 17 number. I got 31-17. 48-17. I'm going to say – What did I say? Justin accounts for three of them. Ooh, he's, all right, he's throwing uh, – Gosh, I don't know who's going to have them. I think it's going to be close in the second, in the first half. I think it'll be a little bit feeling each other out, and then it'll kind of be like this last week. And I completely agree State. with you, Austin. I don't think that they showed any of their hand whatsoever. We didn't see any of the young guys. We didn't see Jameson Williams right, do a lot of stuff. I think that if Alave feels good this week and you got Wilson and all those guys, I think they're going to have a better feel of their running back. I think that the offensive line actually got a game together, mm-hmm. which they – they haven't had, right? This is the first time in live bulls versus different people making adjustments on the fly, understanding the sideline dialogue and, and, and adjustments that happen. <laughs> like, those are all things that they never had mm-hmm. to be able to, to do this year. So I think all that being in play on the offensive side of the ball, I think that you're going to see Ryan Day want to go make a, a statement and say we're going we're gonna to absolutely take these yeah. the manhood of Penn State. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, they have a game of film to watch, too. I mean, you yeah. think Nebraska came in, probably threw some stuff at us yeah. just yeah. off of a 40-day layoff and yeah. waiting for the season to start. 52. We've seen see Penn them. State play a game in a tight game, one that they lost. They probably didn't you know, yeah. hold anything back they, really yeah. there. Yeah. I mean, they were yeah. trying to win a ball game. So right. we, we've seen what they've done and the looks that Indiana gave them. You know, I think they could really uh, you know, study that and get it ready to go. Really good point. All right, I've got him at uh, 45-17 in favor of the Buckeyes. I said 20. You took my stuff. <laughs> Followed me. Uh, I mean, I, I, if I'm going to follow the leader, and yeah. you, you are that guy. Okay, good. Go my good. Table. Yeah, there. Can't wait. Saturday night. That's going to be Friday. awesome, isn't it? I, be great. I can't wait for this. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be a big one. This is what this is the kind of stuff we've been waiting for, right? A, yeah. bi- a big game, even if Penn State lost. It's still meaningful. still a big game, yeah. You, you can knock them entirely out of the East Division race, and then maybe all we're talking about for the coming weeks is that one looming on December 12th. Mm-hmm. Which we can talk about them another time. They were a little more impressive than they I expected. Were. I agree. I picked them to lose at Minnesota. I, I was picked them to very win. wrong. Yeah. I was right. I picked them to win, but not cover. Not like yeah. that. Yeah. What was it? What was their spread? I think it was three and a half. Oh, wow, Ooh. they did that. They, <laughs> they covered that. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. About so I think we'll have plenty of time to talk about mm-hmm. them. And I have to say congratulations to Rutgers. Mm. Yeah. Oh, about you, that? You gave yeah. an S? I did see you that. Gave you gave them an S? They gave Braden him the business. Beam, Braden Beam's not giving them an S. Man. You go 500 in the conference. This is, this is big time. For anyone who watches Devin Turnovers at Roosters, they know how I feel yes. about that Much program. Much disdain for that program. And I have to say congratulations. Wow, not only big. did you Chopping get bowl wood. eligibility just by playing a game, <laughs> but you earned it with a win yeah. at Michigan State. So Greg Schiano just wow. chopped chop wood. that wood. No, I feel uh, bad for Mel. Sparty. Yeah, uh, Brandon White got a pick in that game. Sparty, how bad are you, Sparty? I mean, I... Mm. Boy. Well, Mel's there for a reason, so well, they're trying to get things back. Uh, it's up also that the way, difference but. between a guy taking over a program in December and a guy yeah. taking over February twenty third. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, yeah. I mean, honestly, like when you go look at these things, like it's real. He got there super late, and then COVID happened. Like he had no time yeah. whatsoever with the guys going into even the spring ball, right? Yeah. And then yeah. Shiano at least had a little bit to start working with. 
And I think he's done a really good job of getting those guys to buy in because of where he came from, right? Like, he came from Ohio State where we win here. And I think those guys, and then you have a guy in a transfer in Brandon White to say, hey, this is how they do it. This is why they win. Mm -hmm. And guess what? We also saw that with a Terry McLaurin. Talked to a two and five. I mean, he was was dropping dropping Ohio State nuggets on their face. Seriously, what? Right? Boom, like McDonald's, man. (laughs) And he's like, hey, listen, remember this feeling. This is what you work work for. Go take care of your body. Right, embrace it. Like, let's go get another one next week. Like, he's that leader. Yeah, let's but but that's what that's what Greg Schiano is trying to bring to Rutgers. Mm-hmm. So no congratulations doubt. and congratulations. And we don't uh, we don't drop McDonald's nuggets anywhere. We eat Rooster's wings. Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rooster's nuggets. Oh, mac and cheese bite. <laughs> we drop a mac and cheese yeah. bite yeah. Yeah. on your face. Me. Another fun casual conversation in the books. Great time with these guys: Doug Worthington, Anthony Schlegel, Justin Zwick, mm-hmm. Evan Spencer, Nicole Cox. Thanks so much for joining Thanks, us. Nicole. I'm just Austin Ward. We'll see you next Monday for Letterman Live at Roosters. Bye bye.